This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dustin Gold right here with the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, I think you can hear my voice is getting better. I was uh, under the weather the last couple of days, all right? I had um, a bit of a stuffy nose, more like a head cold. I didn't run out there and let them shove a COVID test up into the back of my brain. No, 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 folks. I just toughed it out okay i just took a little bit of vitamin c drank some tea kept doing the show went to the ymca probably spread around my covid germs or whatever it is that i had but no i don't freak myself out a lot of this is state of mind folks just say you know i don't have anything bad and within a couple of days you get better so right now i feel great the only thing is my nose is a little bit stuffed up and that should be all cleared up within the next day or two ladies and gentlemen all right i want to thank all of you out there at pain.tv slash gold the intel is flying folks people are sending me so much information just had a back and forth direct message conversation with someone who sends me a lot of intelligence at pain.tv slash gold but they are somewhat bashful and so they don't want to come on the show which is unfortunate because there is so much information that they have studied which is stuff that i haven't studied over the years and i thought this will make for a great conversation because sometimes people will send me stuff and they're like look at these books and this book and that book and this thing and i'm like okay it would take me you know a hundred hours just to read what you sent me and you've been studying it for 20 years so anyway i'm going to try to work through this stuff and then be able to present it to you soon so thank you very much to that person who wants to remain anonymous i think you know who you are i want to give a shout out to loose head tony over at pain.tv slash gold loose head tony was hated me in the beginning he couldn't stand me and uh he just sent a message over that he has been recommending the show to friends of his that are looking for this type of information so loose head tony i appreciate that we appreciate the pickle recipes you've sent over uh and everything else so i told you i'm not a bad guy look i can't be for everyone some people aren't going to like my style that's just the way it is there's nothing i can do about that so uh thank you very much for for hanging 
in there with us and sharing the show with your friends. Uh, to everyone else at pain.tv slash gold, there's so many of you. Thank you. I'm going to get some of the articles and stuff you sent over to me in the next couple of shows. I appreciate it. Everyone on Twitter, I appreciate you reaching out there and over at the Telegram account. You can access any of these from the description below the podcast. They put the links to all the social media there. And to thank you uh, to everyone who left a five-star review and a comment at Apple Podcasts, please continue to do so. The show is growing literally every day. It's getting bigger and bigger, and we really appreciate that. And to everyone who joined pain.tv slash gold, thank you very much. I'm starting to work up a detailed list of how we're going to expand out the premium section there, and hopefully we'll have a meeting with Commander Mike Moore in the next few days and figure out what technology we need to get that done, if I'm going to have to do some of that on another platform. I don't know. We'll work it out, though, folks. We will work it out. Uh, before we go back into Dr. James G. Cardano. And I just want to say, um, I actually listened to that podcast yesterday, episode 65. Uh, I was in the car today. I had to go get a haircut, run some errands. So I listened to that episode because in all honesty, I was a little stuffed up yesterday and I almost did not remember what I talked about when I recorded the show. So uh, I went back and listened, and there were some amazing nuggets that we picked up out of there. This is some pretty damning information. Uh, not that these guys are ever going to get in trouble for what they do, but it allows us to figure out where they are headed with this and then to be able to try to insulate ourselves from it as much as we so choose in our respective individual lives. But we pulled out a lot of information. So I'm going to start with a couple of other pieces first, and then we're going to get back into James Giordano. And let me just explain my reasoning behind this. I try to keep these shows at between two and two and a half hours, and then I record the trailer to the show called The Dust and Gold Nugget that Mike Moore uses to plug the show over on his channel, and then I also run on this channel, so it comes out at around somewhere between 7 and 8.30 p.m., and that way people can listen to it and they'll know what the midnight release is going to be. And if I do two hours straight of James Giordano, my head will explode. This guy talks so fast, he's so detailed, he gives us so much intelligence, but if I try to cram all that into two hours, I mean, seriously, folks, my head will explode. I was talking to Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast today in a private conversation. Um, she is the one who turned me on to James Giordano years ago. And I said to her, it's like he's this game show announcer, this radio host. He's like, ladies and gentlemen, I am James Giordano. I am here to hack your mind. I am here to control your mind, ladies and gentlemen. What we're going to do is we're going to stuff psychedelics down your throat and plant a brain chip inside your head, and we are going to extract your thoughts. That's what we're going to do here in the neuroscience community. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dr. James Giordano. You're like, what is this guy talking about? So I have to keep pausing it, as you saw. So let me open up with some other stuff first uh up on the screen i actually have my twitter account at hackable animal up because there's some stuff you guys have been sending me and i just want to cover this before i lose track of it first off someone had shared um it's a thread by Joseph Lee, M.D., and that's uh, at Lee Lasik, L-E-E-L-A-R-L-A-S-I-K. 
And it says here he's a LASIK surgeon, 80,000 cases in 24 years. I have proof that Dr. Fauci covered up the biggest medical mistake ever. The COVID antibody has no path into the lung. That's his description on Twitter. All right. And he's got a website, lungvirus.com. It says this account goes back to May 2015. He has 9,920 followers as of today. And somebody sent this to me. And there's a lot of this kind of stuff flying around uh, on the Internet. And so this was the tweet they sent. It said, and this is from October 13th, 2022. And I wanted to cover this just because I don't do a lot of the COVID stuff. I don't dedicate entire shows to COVID land, the high school theater production. You've heard me talk about it, but I don't like to get into the minutia because I've explained here on the show that at the end of the day, we're never really going to know uh, all the details. I like to look at the type of injections and shots that the government admits they have, you know, and then start to try to make predictions, give my opinion on where this stuff could be going. But at the end of the day, we're never going to know. But here's, here's the tweet that was sent to me. It says, and this is Joseph Lee, MD, supposedly, it says, I have proof that Dr. Fauci covered up the biggest medical mistake in history, the COVID antibody has no path into the lung. When I discovered this, I let Dr. Fauci know. I did run it by my mentor, the director of uh, Ofto at Johns Hopkins. Okay, and then there is a huge thread on this. And I'll just read a couple on this thread because I just want to show you something here. But uh, that was tweet one. So then tweet 1.2 is, I couldn't believe the size of the mistake either. And I mulled over it and talked to a lot of people. No one had an answer. Isn't it ridiculous? The COVID antibody never enters the lung. Wasn't that the whole point of the vaccine to help the lung in an infection? This is tweet 1.3. But finally, I wrote the page or two letter and sent it to Dr. Fauci and several other directors and certified letters to every member in Congress. When I had previously discussed it with my mentor, he listened quietly and then told me I would be going to Stockholm. And I'll just read you one more. 1.4. I really thought that would end the COVID vaccine. This was about two years ago, so before the vaccine approval. But no, I received a reply from Dr. Emily Erdening, who who thanked for sending the letter, and there's a lot of typos in this, who thanked for sending the letter to several directors, including Dr. Fauci. Okay, so this thread uh, goes on. All the way, I don't know, there's got to be, what, let me see, for one, I don't know, there's got to be a hundred, maybe a hundred tweets in this thread, so I'm not going to go through all of it. But my initial reaction to this, folks, and let me just read you the first one again, it says, the first sentence of the first tweet, it says, I have proof that Dr. Fauci covered up the biggest medical mistake in history. Now, this tweet put out on October 13, 2022, has 9,150 retweets, 1,507 quoted tweets, and 16,900 likes. 
Now, here's the problem with this, and this is my initial reaction. I said the word mistake, okay, where it says again, I have proof that Dr. Fauci covered up the biggest medical mistake in history. And this person, Joseph Lee MD, uses the word mistake throughout his thread. Well, my first reaction is the word mistake leads me to believe this person is a disinfo agent. This was no mistake. This was intentional. Also, I will never let the state off the hook. They aren't going to get away with making Fauci the solo fall guy. Because, as it says here, again, I have proof that Dr. Fauci covered up the biggest medical mistake in history. So, the entire premise of this thread is that this was a mistake and that Dr. Fauci is responsible for covering up a mistake. So, do you see the purpose of the tweet, the purpose of the thread? The thread is not to expose the truth. The thread is to help sell a lie. And the lie is that, one, all of this was a mistake, and that, two, it's a mistake that was covered up by Dr. Fauci. Therefore, it allows the system under this narrative, the system, to blame it all on Dr. Fauci rather than the system, the state, being held responsible for possibly mass genocide. We don't know the outcome of this yet. Uh, I think we'll see more of this over the next two years, probably, unfold. But so, one, it tries to pass the blame solely to Fauci, who's probably paid handsomely to be the fall guy, or one of the fall guys. And two, was that this was a mistake. And I don't believe it was a mistake. I Do you really believe these people didn't know what was in the vaccine? I don't think they're being honest, or, or, or nor will they admit anytime soon what was actually in the vial, in the vial that contained the so-called mRNA vaccine. At the very best, we're supposed to believe that this was a vaccine that just wasn't tested and it was rushed out. But at the very worst... I don't know. This could be rat poison, folks. It could be a government stem cell designed to give you cancer. And so when people send me this kind of stuff, I don't mean to lash out, but I try to point out the truth that it is worded so clearly that Fauci covered up the biggest medical mistake in history. There was no mistake. He covered up nothing because it wasn't a mistake, and you can't put all the blame on Fauci. He is part of the system. The entire system needs to be destroyed, not just Dr. Fauci. So that's that's. I wanted to bring that up because people send me this stuff all the time and continue to send it to me. I love giving my opinion on these things. But uh, that's where I come from on this. I, I don't believe that these... You know, people that show up out of nowhere uh, that are like supposedly these doctors and they have the proof of this and the proof of that. And I'm going to show you another one, folks. It's not just that one. There's another uh, tweet that's spreading far and wide that uh, I also had to comment on. This is a uh let's see this was sent to me by a dear friend of the show as well and this is from alexandros marinos and this is deconstructing evidence-based medicine from the inside out 
and I will read you that right when I get back, and you'll see again, we can easily dissect this stuff as disinformation, at least in my opinion. Anytime you try to pass off this stuff as some kind of a mistake or a mishap or a big error, to me, that's a red flag that you are trying to push us off onto the wrong trail, and that would be disinformation or misinformation or a straight up and total lie ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back this is dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. Ladies and gentlemen, folks, I just have to point this stuff out, ladies and gentlemen, because so many people just jump on this so this is a tweet here let me just see who this is this is alexandros marinos and this is twitter at alexandros m a l e x a n d r o s it says founder ceo of belena.io an aspiring practical philosopher systems thinking is the way to a positive sum civilization uh i don't know hashtag game b hashtag occupy universe and this says uh this person joined in may 2008 you know just for the heck of it i'm going to click their website and see what it is if it'll open up okay it's belena io build your iot project with belena uh internet of things project so this guy Okay, so this guy says he's the founder and CEO of an Internet of Things. We've covered that here. An Internet of Things company. And uh, yet, this is the tweet that was shared with me. It says, deconstructing evidence-based medicine from the inside out. At first, I was shocked with what I was finding. How could anyone not have seen this? Well, I was wrong. People have definitely seen it and have spoken out in peer-reviewed journals. Nobody in power cares. Okay, so that's what this person is saying. This is a tweet from October 18th. 1,576 retweets, 198 quoted tweets, and 4,091 likes. And so this is from supposedly a founder and CEO of an Internet of Things company. And uh, let's just see. So this is a long thread, too, with a bunch of information. And so it says, let's read the first tweet. Let's start with this excellent paper by Leonid Hannon. And so it's got a link to a paper, BMC Medical Research Methodology, Why Statistical uh, Inference from Clinical Trials is Likely to Generate False uh, and Irreproducible Results. Goes on to another one, an incredible piece that is extremely reliable and uncovers the whole mess. This is why statistical inference from clinical trials is likely to generate false okay this is like another piece they're showing then they've got oh come on alex this is some 
uh, professor from Idaho with a 23H index is this your refutation. And so what he's doing is he's showing literally a collection of clips. Uh, each uh, tweet in the thread is a clip. It's an article. It is a piece, uh, uh, you know, a clip from an interview, a screenshot of a chart. But if you actually go through this, and there's got to be, let's take a look, folks. There's got to be, I don't know, 25, maybe 30, 40 tweets in this. But see, my reaction to this, again, I wasn't trying to be rude to anyone, but um, somebody tagged me in a, who's a fan of the show. I said, the issue I have with this stuff is that it allows the state to say, quote, okay, we made a mistake, end quote. This is not a mistake. They knew what they were doing. Depopulation and maybe hooking some people up to nanobots. These quote-unquote experts just add to the quote, we made a mistake, end quote, narrative. So if you see what's actually going on here as more of these tweets and these threads are coming out as you're seeing tucker carlson admit to the fact that mrna is leaching through a woman's uh, breast milk as you're seeing them admit to the fact that mrna is uh, messing with women's menstrual cycles you're starting to hear more damaging information about women who got vaccinated while pregnant you're starting to see more people dropping dead on the stage Although I had an interesting sidebar conversation with a couple of people at pain.tv slash gold wondering if the people we're seeing drop on the stage and start twitching were actually uh, cyborg human trials. But uh, no, folks, so what happens, though, is that you're seeing these threads roll out. And if you look at Spar's pandemic, and I'm going to get into this with Maria Albanese shortly. They laid out the game plan, and it's supposed to be that a couple years into COVID land, the high school theater production, they're going to start letting all the real information flow out uh, and basically cause chaos with this stuff. So it's not a surprise that you're seeing this stuff come out. But when people keep saying it was a mistake, oh, this study said it was a mistake, oh, this study said it was this, to me, that's all part of the disinformation. I don't believe in any way whatsoever there was a mistake made. What do you think? The entire government of which these people are not incompetent, folks. They have power over the whole world. They're highly competent. They all got on board with Trump, going, Operation Warp Speed, we're going to roll it out, we're going to do the vaccine everywhere, oh, sir, it's not ready for prime time. Yes, it is, and they hate him, They want, and they just let the whole thing roll out, and they just started sticking people with jabs, they didn't know what they were going to do. Of course they did, folks. Of course they did. The damage being done was exactly what was expected, folks. That's what I think. Uh, here's an article somebody tagged me in. Uh, I just want to put it here. Uh, this is Uber Eats now delivering weed in Toronto. And this was an article at High Time. So now Uber Eats is delivering pot in Canada. I think what you're going to see this lead to is eventually Uber Eats will be delivering uh, 
psychedelics folks i've been having some conversations off the record with some mental health workers and we've been talking about what we covered here over the last several episodes and they acknowledge that yes the vr headsets the ar goggles the psychedelics are coming and within that industry there is a big push to diagnose more people with mental illness and there is this narrative that there are not enough mental health care workers of which they told me there are not if there is going to continue to be a rise in mental illness and so the push is to move everyone over into a vr basically loading system where they'll talk to an ai psychiatrist an ai social worker and so uh, we are going to see a big push uh, towards uh, toward the psychedelics and the vr and ar goggles all right so that is all coming ladies and gentlemen all right Another piece I just want to hit on quickly, and we're getting ready to bring back uh, James Giordano, the fine doctor lecturing West Point Military Academy in 2018. But this was sent to me by Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays. I just want to bring this up because uh, we are always supposed to believe if we live in the WWE clown world surface level circus that either Texas or Florida are our saviors. There's some sort of conservative bastions if you identify as a conservative. Uh, This was an interesting article sent to me by Maria Albanese. It says here at theguardian.com, Texas students to get ID kits to identify children's bodies in emergencies. Parents express frustration that the state seems to be preparing for child deaths without addressing gun control. Oh, yes, I'm sure that is what the parents are all complaining about. I'd be complaining, why are you trying to get my child's DNA? But it says here, folks, millions of Texas children will get identification kits designed for parents to collect fingerprints and DNA to be used in case their kids are in an emergency such as a school shooting. Nearly 4 million Texans from kindergarten through grade 8 will bring home a trifold pamphlet this month in which parents can place their children's fingerprints, photo, and a DNA sample. According to ABC 13, in 2021, the state legislature passed a law requiring all school districts and open enrollment charter schools to provide the kits to parents. The measure was passed three years after a deadly shooting at Santa Fe High School that left eight students and two teachers dead. Earlier this year, a shooter at Robb Elementary School in uh, Uvalde killed 19 fourth graders and two teachers. Parents do not have to use the kits, but some express frustration that the state seemed to be preparing for inevitable child deaths without addressing gun control. Texas Governor Greg Abbott, a Republican seeking re-election this year, has fiercely resisted any efforts to limit access to firearms. But this isn't about firearms, folks. This is about the tests. This is about turning your DNA, fingerprints, and information over to the school under the guise of protecting your child from being killed in a mass shooting quote it was almost like the state just throwing their hands up and saying quote we can't do anything about the guns we're not going to change any of the laws so therefore the next best thing is to make sure that we can identify your k through eighth grader if they are killed in any type of school incident end quote anthony crotch a parrot in clear creek told abc 13 
Tracy Wadler, who was a daughter in the second grade, told NBC she struggled to find words to describe her feelings around the kits. Quote, this sends two messages. The first is that the government is not going to do anything to solve the problem. This is their way of telling us that, she told NBC. Quote, the second is that us parents are now forced to have conversations with our kids that they may not be emotionally ready for. My daughter is seven. What do I tell her? End quote. Tell her that you're going to give up her DNA to the school, to the government, so that they can use her DNA profile in building designer babies on behalf of Orchid Biosciences and Peter Thiel and his buddies over there in Frankenstein land. Folks, what I'm just getting at here, I'm not going to do this whole article, but at the end of the day, the government is always creating problems, provoking reactions, and then offering the solutions. And the solutions, time and time again, are to give up your liberty, give up your freedom, and give up your human autonomy in trade for false security and in trade for... Uh, fake perceived convenience and so no one's going to protect your kid except for you you're that concerned take your kid out and homeschool it and uh i know we had a guest on here who said well that's not always the solution people can't always do that well look for co-op groups start co-op groups find like-minded parents get your kids the hell out of the public indoctrination centers stop complaining about it just withdraw from the system step out of the matrix unplug from the matrix and definitely folks i wouldn't be turning your kids dna and fingerprints over to any government anywhere no matter how good you think they are if that government is good today trust me it will be bad tomorrow folks do not do it just say no withdraw from the system whenever you can and this is a situation where if the government mailed me a trifold to put my kids fingerprints and their dna and their photo inside there for the government so they could identify my kid uh, after it gets killed in their public indoctrination center that would be me saying goodbye time to check out it is homeschool time ladies and gentlemen get your kids out of these death camps i'll be right back ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold you are listening to pain.tv slash gold and this is the dustin gold standard you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 